0: Yeah, I watched Blue Velvet for the first time.
1: Oh, I'm not boy! Sure we're just that, jumping right into God the David Lynch, almighty. huh? Mighty. This just feels like the most sort of. It feels like a parody of like somebody coming on the show to be Chris Plant.
0: Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like it's it's so on the nose. Well, wouldn't it be like more me if I had already seen it? Yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, but did you like? It has King Koopa in it. Yeah. Like Dennis Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. No, no, no. no. It has no. Sorry, he he is playing King Koopa. I mean, basically, the the King Koopa character that Dennis Hopper plays in Super Mario Brothers, the movie, and the character he plays in Blue Velvet, kind of the same.
1: Pretty much the Mm. same character, huh?
0: Same ambition.
1: Yeah, to kill the Mario Brothers. And it's really weird because everybody else is like doing the movie. Mm. Like everyone else is like okay, guys, let's get together. And David brought us all together for this one. We're going to do a great job. And then Dennis Hopper just
2: walks in. is like,
1: bring me the Mario Brothers heads. (laughs) And it's like, whoa, whoa, this is so avant-garde.
2: Yeah, it fits, man. Anything goes with
0: David Lynch. You can't beat him. Well, and Dennis Hopper, he's like a, a roaring Mississippi River, right? Like, the best you can do is kind of take energy from it with dams, right? But. You can't steer the river. The river's going to go where it's going to go. It's going to. The dinosaur river? No, you can't. It's going to try to kill Mario and Luigi.
1: Hey, should we do an episode where we just covered the Super Mario Brothers movie?
3: Because uh, yeah. it feels that's-
1: like we are trending in that dread. Like, that's the next logical evolution. Because it blends a lot of our favorite stuff here, which is to say, those great plumbers and also cinema.
0: I mean, how many times can we talk about John Leguizamo without playing the entirety of the nerd, the jerk, the idiot? Oh, my God. God. It's too bad Hoops isn't here. I feel like that's what we're missing. We're missing Hoops. If if Hoops was here, we would have listened to that song like five times before the end of this cold open.
1: Yeah. Oh, let's say other things to antagonize Justin since he's not here. Hey, do you guys remember that Jimmy Buffett song, Where'd My Cheeseburger Go?
0: <laughs> oh, That's do y'all remember Sewer along. Shark?
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. I love FMZ game F- games. That game sucked. All FMV games are bad.
0: I, you know what I hate? Woodwork. Mm. Oh, gross. I'm all about metallurgy. Well, we did it.
1: is Christopher McElroy, the best soccer game with
0: Mario in it that came out this week. My name is Christopher Thomas Plant, and I know the best game of the week. My name is Ross Freshnick, and I know the best game of the week. Welcome
1: to The Besties show, where we talk about the latest and greatest in home interactive entertainment. It is a video game club, and just by listening, you're a member. It's a game of the year show that goes all year round, and just by listening, you're a member. And this week, we're talking about Mario Strikers Battle League, the newest soccer Mario game to come out of what? Two or th- Is this only the second or
2: the third? Because there was the GameCube
1: one and then there was a 3DS one? Or this a is Wii the
2: third. One? The original was on GameCube, then there was a Wii one, and okay. this is the third. This is the third one, and this one's
1: got really hard <laughs> kicking in it. <laughs> really hard kicking. Like we- the, the other ones had pretty hard kicking, and this uh-huh. one, the kicking's gotten so much harder.
2: I, th- I think we're also going to tier list our favorite Mario spinoffs.
1: Yeah, um, because maybe there's not much to actually talk about vis-a-vis the way that Mario
0: does kick the ball. Chris Plant, what is Mario Strikers Battle League? Oh, it's uh, Mario Soccer, but this time the kicking is really hard. Thank you, thank you. Sorry, I did step on your
1: toes there. No, no, and, you did great. And we're going to be stepping on uh, you know Bowser's toes as we uh, tackle him to the ground violently when we come back from this quick break.
3: To get this new customer offer and get your new three month unlimited wireless plan for just fifteen bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to fifteen bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details.
2: So Mario Strikers. Battle League. I always confuse it with the other... Char- what was it? Charged was the second one, and then just yeah. Mario Strikers.
1: It, it sounds one.
0: like a collectible card game. It does. Which I uh, would but, have
2: maybe preferred.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's soccer. It is more soccer. Uh, mm.
2: And I think... Well, here's what I'm going to say. I think of the people on this podcast, I have the fondest memories of it because it became a, a pretty big staple just as a local multiplayer game when the original came out on GameCube. I think I want to say it was my college years yeah. and as a local multiplayer game, it is pretty spectacular. I think it sort of captures the same fervency that you get from a game like NBA Jam, obviously in a soccer milieu, but you're otherwise, talking about the GameCube
0: it's... version though. And you're talking about like 15 years ago, Right. Sure, but I but I don't think it's changed that much. It quite has honestly.
1: not really changed that much at all.
0: Um, yeah,
1: it's it. I, so I had never really played a Mario Strikers game before, um, mostly because I am not a soccer fan. I realized that that is a, a I don't know. A, a pretty stereotypical thing to say for uh, classic
2: Americans,
1: which doesn't make sense because I love hockey. I adore hockey, and well, it's s- fast soccer. It's ju- well, or soccer is just warm hockey. Um, <laughs> but it's it's never it's not my favorite thing, and so it is genuinely difficult for me to divorce my feelings about Mario Strikers Battle League, which I will say now are, are quite ho hum. From the fact that like it is a Mario version of a sport, I don't have much affinity for.
2: Um, but like you like, do you like hockey video games? Uh, I I mean, not really. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, was say.
1: Uh, I mean, I don't play them that much. I I would honestly probably play a hockey video game now. It's just never the first thing that I sought out. Um, and I've only been watching the sport for I don't know five or six years now. Which is, mm-hmm. I guess, enough time for me to look up a hockey video game if I really wanted to. But Do you get icing now? Have you figured that out? Icing, yeah. It's once that clicks, the whole sport really opens up for you. <laughs> yeah. um, but I've i found that okay. Here is my first experience with the game. I loaded it up with Henry at my side because me and Henry have been playing a lot of video games lately, and he has started to like develop more of an appetite for not like super mechanically complex games, but more than you know, more mechanically complex than you know, some, some Paw Patrol, you sure. know, I, iPad game. Uh, so you load into this and say, like, hey, you want to do the tutorial? And I was like, yeah, we'll do the tutorial real quick. And then it's like this, like eight step, like eight yeah. chapter tutorial that like we made it through two chapter, maybe even one and a half chapters up before Henry was like, actually, no, thank you. This is this <laughs> seems uh, pretty boring. This does not seem like my cup of tea. Because there is a lot of different stuff you can do vis-a-vis charge sh- shots and charge shot canceling feints. And uh, but
0: even the tutorial starts way simpler than that. It's like it does pass this button pass shoot. Yeah,
1: but do it, it, does it not five take, times. It does, it does not take too long to. To reach a point where it was it was placed out of reach of my of my five year old. Although I imagine we don't have many five year old listeners, so this probably will apply not. to a, a lot of people. Um, but then once I got into the game and I played a few matches, I felt like I got it and was having a pretty good time. And then I was like, okay, so what's the next? So what's next? And then there wasn't like. There's not a, uh, I would say a, an embarrassment of of riches vis-a-vis like single player modes. In,
2: in yeah, it. I think the core of it is still really strong, but it is weird to see. Even, you know, I certainly have had issues with like the last few Mario sports games, uh, golf and tennis. Neither of which I thought had very good single player story modes,
0: but they had single player story modes. Yeah, and this just doesn't, which is weird. It feels it's like thin. a thin. W- by even yeah. by the standards of very thin Mario sports games,
1: <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Um. But I would say like it it feels like the sort of
2: game that if you're in the right environment for it, it's great. I would say the same thing about uh, the newest Mario Tennis. Um, both of these games are like amazing local multiplayer games. I just feel like a lot of people don't necessarily have that experience where they have someone locally that they can play with and get really into it.
1: Yeah, it's uh it's it, you can play with up to 8 players locally, which is fun, but also like I don't think I'll ever be in a room with 7 people for <laughs> whom playing Mario Strikers Battle League will be like the the you know, activity of
2: choice. Um just yeah. the logistics of charging controllers gives me a
1: headache. Oh, it's a nightmare. And then bizarrely, the online multiplayer modes, which you would think like, okay, well, the single-player modes seem a little bit scant. Uh, maybe they put all the, the the effort into the online multiplayer. And there's like there's the, uh, a club mode where you can have like a club of twenty Mario Strikers players, and then sort of asynchronously, you can you know win matches to earn currencies to like customize fields and uh, all that jazz. But if you actually want to play like a quick play match against somebody online, it's only one versus one, and not four versus four, which is wild to to me because it seems. I like... think
2: you can do two local and jump take two people locally online to play two other people. Okay, well, I think that's, that's possible. That
1: is maybe the most bonkers use case for this because I I, yeah. I I don't know when that would ever. Uh, c- come together.
2: Well, you and Henry could go out and game yeah, right? against the world.
1: There's like <laughs> there's just not a re- there's just zero carrots here for for me. Um, yeah, because like there's yeah. a gear there's gear that you can earn by getting coins for winning like cup matches and stuff like that, and then you can customize the I think ten characters that are in the game with these different pieces of gear that adjust their stats. But for every like positive point in an attribute that the gear gives you, it also, uh, like, subtracts stats from a a different statistic. And so, like, I get the idea of, like, okay, I'm really gonna, you know, customize my toad to be, like, wicked fast, but, you know, a weak little baby if anybody tries to tackle him. Uh, It just doesn't feel very rewarding because there's not, like, a... I don't know, a huge benefit to that stuff.
2: You know what's kind of interesting is... The last few Mario like Nintendo sports games have been built around this idea of post release content. Yeah, like you look at uh tennis and golf and even uh Wii Sports or Nintendo Switch Sports, and all of them have like these very robust post launch plans around them where like sure the rest Splatoon of the game be... comes out. Yeah, we're like the and it like wouldn't even surprise me if they like filled out more of a single-player experience post-launch, which seems so counter to Nintendo's like old-school ethos. But I guess they're kind of changing, at least with the sports
0: games. They're changing their strategy. I can't tell if it's clever or not, because it's a thing you always worry about when somebody's like, yeah, we're giving tons of free post-release content. And it's like, well, is this free content? Or is this content I would have gotten yeah originally you and you spend you, a little bit more yeah now it's good marketing and in, in most cases i feel like with most game studios it, you, you honestly can't tell like it's like yeah sure I, this probably is free probably would have not come with a game here it is like yeah flagrantly obvious that they're completing the game but with nintendo does it matter when they're the one studio that five years from now can still sell that game for the original right. price right like the, they don't care if you buy the game in the first week or month or year they assume that most of the people who like it are going to get it later on anyway yeah Yeah.
1: um Um, i I genuinely i think that's all i have to like i don't know what else to say i think it's fun i think it is fun enough i probably won't play it anymore now that i've fulfilled my contractual obligation to play it for the besties podcast
2: i Uh, do wonder if we have people listening that like have the setup. I don't know. Absolutely. I feel like th- it
1: takes it takes all types, right? Different different shows for different folks. It's just like, I think that that is a more niche thing that could have been made more sort of accessible if there sure. were more sort of meat on, on the bones yeah. of, the, of this I, game.
0: I, I think it's a great time to have a Switch if you live in a dorm. Like, between this and I think Mario Kart is delight, and Mario Kart getting just gobs of updates and the new switch sports like
2: and smash yeah if you if
0: you're in a place where you can play locally there's always that the ongoing conversation of like the death of local multiplayer and here one of the biggest companies in the world for video games is making solid local multiplayer games yeah the only bummer is that they're charged full price and they don't seem to satisfy everybody else the, the the one thing i'll say about this game and this is more of a, a wish which i i try not to do with like ah oh, I, I wish this game was well, something entirely a monkey, different a
1: monkey's paw can be yeah it's dangerous true.
0: right i could be, i could be getting something bad but i i wish these mario sports games borrowed from the f- current fighting game playbook and like from soul Calibur to mortal kombat in terms of how they do story and how they kind of add novelty between matches so like you pick a character and then as you progress through matches you're just getting little splashes of story for that character and you're getting your gear alongside that and maybe there's like little mini games that are also teaching you how to play like I i think fighting games have just gotten very clever about how they add some meat to an otherwise. Again, similarly simple experience, um, but whatever. I mean, that's not even a complaint of this game. I'm not, like, upset with this game for not having those things. It's just... But I personally would like.
2: Yeah, it would just broaden, I think, the audience a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, that's that's all. It's a short,
1: short convo, but it's a short game. And so we're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back and talk about some of Mario's other non...
2: That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box.
0: rockamoney.com slash besties.
1: I am looking at a tier list with about a thousand Mario games on it. So maybe let's tighten it up a little bit and just sort of float our preferred Mario like side gigs. These are the
2: best of the best. We are not even worrying about the shitty ones. All S tier,
0: basically, right? All S
1: tier. And I think we got to go whole series as sort of uh Uh, tricky as that's gonna be because of the i would say wide quality range of some of these some of these franchises Uh Uh i
2: i feel like within most series there's a decent amount of consistency there are a few outliers where like paper mario from game to game changes pretty dramatically
1: yeah that's that's a that's a rough one
2: but for the most part i think they are pretty consistent I would say. I would so. dis-
1: I would disagree with that in such a major way, just because I think uh, to, to specifically focus on Paper Mario and not like all Mario RPGs, because I would say the Mario and Luigi RPG games are like S tier. Those are, those are consistent. Uh, like Paper Mario, you get like six Sticker Star and uh, whatever the most recent one was, was not, Rough. N- not great. Um, but, you know, Thousand Year Door is a fucking like, iconic game from, yeah. from that era, so... Uh,
2: but don't you think that's the aberration? Like, I think in, in most cases, the series tends to be pretty consistent.
1: I would agree with you if there hadn't been, in my opinion, a pretty steady quality decline in the Paper Mario series. Literally, I would say since Thousand Year Door. Yeah, like, well, the, yeah,
0: but Fresh, that's what Fresh is saying. It, it's the uh, uh, the outlier. Everything oh, else right, is that like,
1: is the outlier. Okay, I see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like, like, Mario Party is consistently, like, Six Terrible. out
2: of ten. <laughs> well, that is generous. Fuck Mario Party. <laughs> well, I think
1: if you average out the like high highs of the like early N64 era versus the low lows of a lot of the other eras, uh, you I think you could probably come to a six out of ten. Uh, can I can I put the Mario and Luigi RPGs up in S tier? Because I, I definitely like think those they are, are exquisite, phenomenal. Yes, I think, and you know. Four jokes aside, I think Bowser's Inside Story is a really fucking funny game that is very clever and it like is the peak of uh like w- how those games blend RPGs and platformers and and all the stuff that that series does well. I think that that game does does the very best. Partners. What's in Time What's the one is with the
2: babies? Partners in Time. I love Partners in Time. Babies. <laughs> they say babies a lot. It's great. Yeah. I I I agree with you, Griffin. It kills me that they more or less killed that franchise with the death of Camelot is the developer. Um, is that right? Yeah. Or Alpha Alpha Dream I think is the developer. Yes, um, that sounds right. But great. it is. Man, those games are super good and super consistent, and I can play them a lot. And I think the writing is really great. Like, I want more of that style of, like, goofy, lighthearted writing that I think originated in uh, Super Mario RPG, which I guess I would kind of bundle these together, right? Super Mario RPG, uh, yeah, it's close. I would say that they have a lot of shared DNA.
1: Well, Super Mario RPG doesn't really have much of an emphasis on... um, like platforming
0: well, stuff, Super like Mario RPG kind of kinda like splits basically, right? Like, I feel like Paper Mario is one part of it, and Mario and Luigi is another, part yeah, of it's sold.
2: two approaches to an RPG basically, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I I feel like we're due for another Mario and Luigi, like, that feels like a thing that we could see Nintendo announce in June. Wow, we're in. I mean, June, they literally closed, closed the studio knows. that made them, yeah, so I don't but, know. I mean, it's here's not like the thing nobody about video games, else you do. can keep making them. <laughs> people tend to not be super precious about that sort of thing yeah um i'm gonna i'm gonna say the very obvious one which is mario kart um yeah which i think has only gotten better i know that there is a lot of nostalgia for early mario karts especially super nes and uh 64 but here's the thing mario kart 8 is the best mario kart and i think with exceptions here and there, they tend to be better each time, um, especially those like the mobile Mario Kart era. Who? Those are some great, great video games.
1: What? Oh no, no, you, you mean you mean like Game Boy <laughs> Advance DS? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, Nintendo DS. Yeah, because it came
2: out on mobile phones, and you know was, and it not wasn't a, very
0: good. It was not, not a highlight, re- but. Those stages are being added to Mario Kart 8 now, many of them, and they're great. They're, like, yeah. quite fun. Um,
2: I want to call out fucking Luigi's Mansion for being pretty excellent throughout. I think tonally it is, like, the most consistent of these series. Like, Luigi's scared of ghosts, scared of everything, and yet he's once again thrown into the wilds of a horribly haunted mansion and they're like very welcoming games. They're like kind of slow paced, funny. Uh, they feel real- the latest uh, Mario, Lu- uh, the latest Luigi's Mansion game on Switch feels fucking spectacular. The like vacuum, uh, vacuum, vacuum, the vacuum stuff is uh, feels super good. And um, I don't know, it, it's so removed from every other Mario spinoff. Um, and I just love it. I love that they kind of went in a totally different direction with that series. Uh, yeah, I would, I,
1: would, I would agree with that. It's not my favorite. Uh, and I really bounced off of uh, Dark Moon, I believe was the 3DS uh, Luigi's Mansion game. Although I do recognize that like, it's a pretty stellar accomplishment that they were able to make a game that sort of big and polished on on 3DS. Um, so yeah, I think the, I think the quality bar is set pretty steadily high there. Um, I mean, of the sports games, I would say Mario Golf is the one that I enjoy the most, even when the game isn't my favorite. What do you mean? Like the, this the Switch Mario Golf game I did not oh, oh, think sure. was like very good. Yeah. But I, I also I liked playing it way more than I liked
0: playing uh, Mario yeah. Strikers. But do we need to um, include it? I mean, I, I feel like if we're doing S tier, and this yeah. I say this is a person who loves Mario Golf. I, I even like that Switch game probably more than anyone here.
2: Yeah, that's I think fair. there are two truly great Mario Golf games, maybe the best Mario Sports games, and yet the fact that there have been probably three eh, games since then. This yeah, point,
0: that's yeah. Fair. Not. not not great. Y'all, we got to include Smash Brothers. Yes, I completely agree. Are
1: we calling that a Mario spinoff? Because we could also call that a Pac-Man
0: spinoff. It, mm, but it has <laughs> Super and Brothers in the game. That's a really good argument. It's really no, hard for like me It to- basically is Super Mario Brothers. They, just, they, they were so excited about fighting, they couldn't say it right. They were like, Super S- Smash Brothers. Yeah, they got so well, and I would- stoked about Smashing.
2: And if you look at the original roster, it was, I want to say, 40% Mario characters, right? It was mostly
0: Mario. Yeah. How weird is it to think that a character from Earthbound was in the original roster of like eight people or whatever in Smash Brothers? They had some
2: deep cuts. They did From the very
0: beginning, they had some deep cuts.
2: I'll I'll tell you my absolute favorite spinoff in all of these is Super Mario Brothers for the NES. Now explain yourself completely right now. Well, as we all know, Mario is just a spin-off of Donkey Kong, so
1: And now that's interesting.
2: And wrong and not at all what we're doing here, but
1: it is interesting <sighs> that you thought to say It makes it. you
2: think. I also No, it d-
1: does for sure. I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm oh sorry, sorry. I'm not going
0: to allow that. That yeah, is I don't preposterous. Think that's good. <laughs>
2: I think that's um, bad. I mean, but historically let's just acknowledge that Mario is just a spin-off of Donkey Kong okay, I think we could
1: all agree with that I don't want to agree with that but I guess sort of I technically speaking you are correct
0: okay. I don't see anything else on this uh, wait, list wait 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 me. wait 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 no actually oh, whoa, you're wrong whoa, whoa, whoa. that is Jumpman and oh. his girlfriend Pauline who is different a but different Pauline is version. in is in Mario Odyssey. As, uh, like, oh, oh, no, 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 no. That, that, that doesn't mean it's a spin-off because by Mario Odyssey, they're just bringing in characters from other games. No. Wait, you're
2: saying Jumpman is not Mario. You're sure it's not like a Michael Jordan situation where that was his nickname?
0: Hmm. Oh, you're talking think- about literally Jumpman. <laughs> That's his. I, nickname. I, well, I thought you meant Michael Jordan was his nickname, and he had some other name before Michael Jordan. And I was like, why did they come up with the nickname Michael Jordan?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not a very good nickname if your real name is Jump Man. I like apologize for playing... derailing. I just wanted yeah. to make us yeah, all think. He should.
2: All think about the deep-seated mystery that is whether Mario is a spin-off character to begin with. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I want to include. I'm,
0: I'm very surprised that you didn't say Yoshi here, Fresh. Yeah, I feel
2: no, like uh, well, I would not include Yoshi because I think Yoshi had one truly amazing game, which was Super Mario Brother, uh, Super Mario World Two, Yoshi's yeah. Island, yeah. and then a bunch of Yoshi games that were just sort of fun. Mm,
0: uh, uh, I liked so Yoshi's story; on, it's uh, in okay, 64. but okay. a downgrade the, in the my new, opinion. Yeah, I like the new Yoshi game; it's really Good. Um, um, it, speaking of Donkey
2: Kong, though, I do want to call out. Uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong really oh, those yes. games are fucking
0: those games great. I never liked them very much they're great but I are we gonna put it on the list is that A tier or S tier
2: there have been two uh, I guess it's Mario March of the minis is part of that series yeah maybe it's not yeah, an S tier uh, yeah that first uh, Game Boy game is great though
1: can I make an impassioned plea for Mario paint
2: <laughs> there's only been one correct
1: yeah, they, yeah. There's only been one. I would argue that a fucking Flipnote Studio had a bit of that DNA in it, but um
0: but but yeah, it's it they it, just it, made the one Mario Paint. Game. If we're going to do a game where it's like there's only one of these, I mm-hmm. think Mario and Rabbids would be I can't believe I'm saying that because it has and Rabbids.
2: I am curious Griffin if you have a good argument for Mario Paint apart from the like LOL they're making you draw the cover to use your illusion to.
1: That's pretty much it <laughs> no, I mean i I uh this was a Super Nintendo game that you controlled with the mouse, and I spent a million years playing it because it was very fun to make music. There wasn't anything even remotely like it or has ever been. I would say anything like it on consoles maybe since, oh, where you can do like sprite work and like uh you know, it was essentially a very shitty DAW. Uh, like like an Ableton or a, a Logic Pro, only you use, instead of uh, different virtual instruments, you use babies that go... <laughs>
0: and you would just sort of tune those to create, like, really dope song uh, uh Also, there was something like it, and it was better. It was called Art Alive, or Art Alive, because it had an exclamation point, and it was on the Sega Genesis, and it is fantastic. If okay. you were a Sega Genesis kid who couldn't have fancy Mario paint, Art Alive was all you needed. Yeah. Um
1: I tire of talking of Mario and his exploits. Okay. I want to yeah. talk he, about... very
0: quickly, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker is getting added.
2: No. Yes. Oh. Are you
0: are you to what di- tier?
2: Well, to if we're X. only doing S tier, I do not think he justifies S tier. I like him as a character. He's scrappy, but he's very slow. In the game I find are great. his game a little boring. Wow. I find it a little boring. I, I like them aesthetically. I think they're gorgeous. But as a, like, you know, him waddling around.
0: Okay. Eh, okay.
2: Not for me. Okay. Uh,
1: okay. Let's, can we talk about some big boy games? Please.
2: Yeah. Let me just call out the S tiers that we've agreed to. It's Mario and Luigi series, Mario Kart series, Smash Brothers series, Luigi's Mansion series, and Mario teaches typing. Cool.
1: That last one felt Okay all right um hey what is what has everybody else been playing I would love to hear about some more some more video games I could really use like a new book to read
2: oh gosh we're gonna start here I I want to do one last plug for the book that I've been I've been working on for the last four years it's yes. actually out uh, I feel bad for doing one last plug but here we are Don't it's called feel the book I worked
1: hard on this book and it's great.
2: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's called The Book of Fun. Uh, Dope stories about the history of fun. Did I talk about the GoldenEye anecdote last week? I don't Mm -hmm. remember. Um, uh, There's an amazing anecdote that is uh, terrifically illustrated in the book by Sonny Ross, who did all the uh, great art, basically about the idea that um, Nintendo, when GoldenEye was coming out on N64, had some doubts they were not sure that um, GoldenEye should come out on the N64, given the fact that Nintendo is such a family-friendly series. Maybe they shouldn't have a game with sniper rifles and Uzis and various other adult themes. To that end, Shigeru Miyamoto had the idea that maybe at the end of GoldenEye, uh, James Bond would visit all of the (laughs) soldiers that he shot in the hospital and make sure they were okay.
1: That would have been a lot better. I do, This does sound familiar, but I don't know if it's because I read your book or because we <laughs> talked about it on the show last week.
2: Uh, uh, but I, I, I always found that fantastic, and I, it bums me out that it didn't happen. But uh, the book is filled with pretty amazing little stories and anecdotes like that. Uh, you can get it pretty much at any bookstore uh, that sells books. That's, that's called The Book of Fun. I would Fun. say
1: pretty much I could guarantee most bookstores are going to sell you a, a book. That that is my hope. Um, yes. Okay. So that's enough about books. Even, okay. Even, enough about even books. books have, we wrote, and that's great. And I love that in business. And you got to get that.
2: You got to get that
1: dollar. I. Get I have it. two
2: more actual games to mention. Okay. Uh, I've been playing Fortnite. There is a new season of Fortnite. Uh, it's themed around vibing, which I've been assured that kids do quite a bit. What does that and, uh, mean? I, I'm not gonna speculate because that's really their territory but as a contrast so last season was sort of like very military themed and tanks and stuff like that which was bummer timing given you know the world but uh so this theme the quote war that they were having in the game is over and now it's sort of just like a just like a party. It's like a Burning Man style party and it's very lighthearted and goofy and fucking Darth Vader's in it and you can make him do Gong -Gong style and uh, Fortnite's great. I love it. It's so much fun. Um, I've also been playing Vampire Survivors on my Steam Deck, which finally arrived. And I'm so, so happy. I am so happy that I waited because I cannot think of a better platform than the Steam Deck for Vampire Survivors because it's such like mindless, but also fantastic action nonsense um and it's just kind of perfect for steam deck it just bums me out that there are only like fifty thousand of them in the world so most of the people listening are just like oh great but good for you. let's
1: talk about steam deck though because uh last monday or maybe the monday before last no i think it was last monday i got the like purchase confirmation email that was yes. like hey your reservation is ready now you can pay for the rest of it um, and so I did that, and then on Wednesday, I got my shipping notification email that was like, hey, it's on its way, and oh then boy. on Friday, I got the Steam Deck. Wow. So once it starts moving, once you get that, that, that first email, it is going to truck, I mean, I guess yeah. quite literally truck, to, to the, to the finish line of your hot little hands. Yeah, mine
2: took about a week from that pre-order email to um, getting it.
1: Yeah, so I guess it just depends on what day... You, you, you get it, but yeah, uh, I, I got mine too, and it's, uh, it's it's fucking fantastic. What have you been playing on it? Uh, so yeah, I've been playing some uh, No Man's Sky uh, because they just released a new update for that, and I also haven't played it in a few years, and mm. man, there's a ton of shit in that game that is super cool now. How does uh, that
2: run on the Steam Deck?
1: Really well. Uh, yeah. I've, I have not played a game on the Steam Deck yet that does not play very well. Uh, Another title that is one that I've been sort of curious about for a while, but never really dipped into is Path of Exile, which is the sort of Diablo-like from some of the, I think, original Diablo creators. Uh, It just got a new, this is a, I think, nine or 10-year-old game. It just got a new update uh, called Sentinel that adds, like, some new stuff to the game. But one of the big things it adds is controller support. So, wow. It is now fully fully ready to be played on Steam Deck and um it it handles like a dream and it's really cool. It's a neat sort of uh a uh, a take on on Diablo where like there is a wide open class system with like a Final Fantasy style sphere grid that you can sort of navigate around to customize your character and then like the different skills that you can unlock are not locked to your class choices. They are uh, decided by the gems that you slot into your armor. So it's all continuing the theme. It's almost got sort of a Final Fantasy Seven Materia system where you like slot in the skill gems and then you slot in support gems to modify those skills. Uh, the level of customization is 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 off the charts. And it yeah, is, this
2: sounds very Griffin.
1: It's very cool, and it's scratching the the Diablo itch that was I, I would say only. M- m- you know irritated by the uh, the release of uh, Diablo Immortal
2: yeah
1: um, but yeah that's mostly
2: it Rogue Legacy 2 is also great on. oh
1: Steam yeah Deck. I've been playing that on there as well
0: wow uh, Plant what have you been playing uh, Yakuza Zero I've been playing it on Steam Deck I and mean, it's wonderful it's such which a- one is Zero? Zero is the prequel he's in- like a baby what is he a baby in this one? He's, he's a young man. Oh. And he's just, well, I would say he's just getting into the Yakuza, but the beginning of the game is him actually quitting the Yakuza because he doesn't want to bring shame to uh, the group, and he needs to solve a mystery.
2: That tells me there needs to be a negative one at this point. Mm,
0: I, I think, actually, this is just a clever way of explaining why he knows how to like beat the shit out of people. Right, but
2: don't you want to play the game where he actually joins in the first well, place? Well,
0: that's how you get this, right? It's it's a trick. He because he's been a member for a short time, he knows how to be a badass. But now he has to quote join for the first time, right? Where if you did a, if you did negative 1, it would be like, okay, he doesn't know anything. Like what does he do? Like he's like he goes to college classes or something and then by the end I'd of the game, that. you know how to like break a dude's nose
2: i mean that sounds like persona quite honestly yeah
0: no persona good sounds like oh he adopts like some gaelic myth god that looks like a sex toy and you know gets to fight with it that yeah i'm very not hearing games. anything bad about <laughs> what you just said no it, it's good they're just different anyway yakuza actually does kind of feel like persona in that a lot sure. of the game is just like chilling you I, I do a lot of batting practice, um, some karaoke. Uh, it's a it is a great Steam Deck game if you have a five to six hour flight and just want to, in the words of Fortnite, vibe. Yeah. Um. See. So yeah.
2: And that's really the that's what I've been gravitating to on Steam Deck is games that like ordinarily I would not have the patience to sit in front of a TV or a computer monitor and play, and those are the games that I would like have been playing way more of because they just fit into my life a lot easier. I think like that's your favorite way to play
0: video games, even before you had a kid.
2: Yeah, oh, unquestionably. I mean, the amount of time that I played Switch handheld in front of the TV uh, while we were watching whatever, Bridgerton, uh, is definitely kind of my preferred method. I mean, there are a few games like, look, if I'm playing Last of Us Part 2 I'm like doing it. Like I'm playing it, I'm focused and stuff like that. But if I'm playing a, you know, like a platforming game or like a power curve kind of game, like a Skyrim or whatever, I'd rather do it, you know, passively to some extent.
1: Sure. Um, that's one I've actually been thinking about because I never really, uh, aside from when I did it for stupid video stuff, never really messed with like Skyrim mods. And there's some pretty dope ones, apparently. I would be curious if I if there is a... Is there like a curated like list of essential like transformative Skyrim mods there's got to be sure. something like that right where it's I'm like sure a community made like uh you know super ultra edition you would have yeah, to yeah I, I when so. i
2: wanted to try Skyrim VR I, it sent me down this rabbit hole of like the amount of work that you needed to do to actually get it good and running yeah um and that was very intimidating but i'm sure just on a baseline non VR format best skyrim mods i'm sure there are quite a few
1: yeah i guess i'm just looking for like a curated like uh you know f- fan-made sequel to skyrim mm. um because i think it's been just I, I i can't remember the exact length of time that it takes for me to uh have not played skyrim before i want to play skyrim again but i think it's about seven months or so um,
2: yeah well, we've got uh, Starfield coming out. Yeah. That looks pretty Skyrim to me. It looks a little... In space. Speaking of No Man's Sky, it, it also seems quite
1: a bit like that.
2: Um, someone was speculating, do you think they handcrafted the thousand planets they have in the game? No, they goddamn did not. Maybe. Come on, people. Todd, they didn't.
1: Todd's got his ways. No, I think they confirmed that a, a lot of
2: it's procedurally generated, of course. but that there are some... Tailor- that is not a good use of tailor-made. people's time to make a thousand different planets. <laughs> I mean,
1: worked for the, uh yeah to work for the lord well he made the thousand planets in our excellent solar system <laughs> thank you for listening to the besties um it, it it sure means a lot to us that you would spend your your time with us today uh what are we what are we talking about next week um uh, next
2: week we have tmnt shredders revenge
1: that is a new beat-em-up in the vein of you know all the other tmnt beat-em-ups which Hell i don't yeah. mean to sound reductive because those games no, absolutely
2: they, rip they rock and oh. it's from dot emu which is a very good studio and i'm extremely excited to talk about it. i dipped a very small toe into it and it is scratching every it nostalgic itch i have it's
0: yeah it's not just nostalgia it, like it's just legitimately well made is it's that, that
1: a, can you play that on steam deck i guess there's a bunch of like yeah bo- oh really okay Yeah,
2: i mean not even with work it works immediately yeah, of course.
1: Okay, that's perfect for me then.
2: Um, I wanted to thank the following people for writing reviews for the Besties. Table Scraps, Rough Gem, Pass Problems, award I don't know how to Excellent pronounce that. Excellent stuff. And Jordaddy Gaming. Thank you for writing reviews for the Besties on Apple Podcasts. Thank you to everyone else who shared the show or talked about it and said how great it is and how much you like it yeah
0: Uh, we genuinely appreciate it and it helps spread the word about the show yeah quickly we talked about mario strikers battle league and a ton of mario spinoff games including mario and luigi mario kart smash brothers and luigi's mansion which were our favorite spinoffs uh book of fun is fresh's new book you can go get it right now Fortnite, vampire survivors yakuza zero the steam deck no man's sky and path of exile
1: Okay, that's it. Join us next week for the besties um, because we're going to talk about uh, those those rascally turtles, and that'll be a lot of fun. And shouldn't the world's best friends the world's best games?